0: So we just saw the story of the Mutar, the big fool. Shri Krishna, in his the beginning of instructions to Arjunan in Bhagavad Gita, told him the same thing. swam Gatasun anagatasun nanu sochanti panditaha. Can you give the translation? Bhagavad Gita opens with Arjuna speaking very big words. And then Krishna says, You are talking like you are a great pundit, but actually you are periyamutal, big fool. Sorry for my Tamil, I didn't learn it. I'm also a big fool because I can't pronounce Tamil properly. But Krishna told Arjuna that you are lamenting for the body. So everyone who is concerned with the body is simply a fool. Here in Tamil Nadu we find so many colleges. I think there are more colleges per capita than any place in the world. So all these colleges are producing highly educated fools. Because simply the education is how to earn some money. Then you can feed the body and you can put some different fashions on the body and you can live, you can put your body in an apartment, but you don't know that you are not the body at all. All the emphasis is simply on the body. But who are you? No one teaches this. However big a degree you have, However big a brain you have, the time will come when if you have a big enough money, then your photo will come in the newspaper. With RIP, rest in peace. They have all gone to Yamaraj, they're not resting in peace, but they're hoping, rest in peace. So actually, previously, this uh, Indian civilization, this was based on the understanding that human life is meant for Atma Sakshaka, for self-realization. But now everyone is enamored by all the technological progress. Everyone thinks that it's great progress to have big roads, big cars, big buildings. But this is only in relation to the body. Now we can move our body from one place to another very quickly. And we can put into our body some food that was grown 100 kilometers away. And you can put your body in a cool room cooled by air conditioner, if there's any current. Most of Tamil Nadu, there's so many air conditioners and so many electric appliances, but no electricity. So the whole emphasis is on bodily comfort. But the body must die. What happens after that? The modern education makes us so foolish that they don't even discuss this most important point. The small children, before they go to school, they are more intelligent. Because they will ask questions like this. Where have we come from? Where are we going to? But when they go to schools, they don't ask these questions. These are the questions that we should ask. Vedanta Sutra begins with this. Atato Brahma Jignasa. Now we have got the human form of life. We should inquire into the spiritual reality. Simply to be interested in food, clothing and shelter, that is the same platform as the animals. We're not saying you shouldn't do some work and shouldn't get some food and all these things. But just consider Ahara Nidra Bhaya cha Samanam etat the animals are also simply interested in the body. If the humans are only interested in the body, then what is that? Very sophisticated animal. So human life is meant for inquiring about the nature of reality. We all have to suffer. Janma, mritu, Jaraviyati. We cannot avoid it. There's nothing that science can do to stop this. The scientists are making research how to stop cancer, how to stop AIDS, how to stop Alzheimer's disease. That's very common in the West. It's some other disease. There are so many diseases. In Russia, that's common. Alzheimer's disease. But they're not making research how to stop death, which suggests that although they won't admit it, they know that they cannot stop death. They say that the body is only chemicals. Life is produced from chemicals, they say. So why don't they find the chemical that will stop death? If they say that life is only some chemical reaction, then you find the chemical that will stop the body dying. Is there any chemical? Is there any medicine? There's no material medicine for to stop death. Because life is not dependent on chemicals that constitute the body the life life is independent of the chemicals the uh, chemical combination that is a madhyam that is a medium in which the atma expresses itself but it is not its the, the chemicals themselves do not have life what is the difference between a living body and a dead body? The same chemicals are there. If you analyze, you'll find the body is mostly water. There's a lot of carbon also, a lot of nitrogen also. If you analyze, carbon, water, carbon, nitrogen, these are very common chemicals. So if you reduced the human body to all the chemicals, you might find the total value is about 20 rupees, that's all. Water, no value. Uh, Well, you get 10 10 rupees one bottle of water. This is modern civilization. You have to buy drinking water. So maybe a little more than 20 rupees, maybe 100 rupees. Uh. Carbon, what will you do? Just black soot. Nitrogen, well, if you get enough, you can put it all in. They have uh, nitrogen, just like they have the... the, uh, the gas they have nitrogen in it. It's used for. It has some industrial usage, but basically in the body, if you see the chemicals, it's not very valuable. Then why do we put so much value on human life? Because of the presence of the atma. As long as the atma is there in the body, it is alive. When the atma leaves. You say it's dead. It's the same body. As long as the Atma is in the body, then you feed it, clothe it, cover it. As soon as the Atma leaves, take it out immediately, burn it. If you try to burn the body when the Atma is there, that will be a great crime. After the Atma leaves, if you don't burn it, that will be a crime. So it's a very easy thing to understand that the atma is what is the source of life, and just as the body and everything in this material world is temporary, the atma is of spiritual nature, different nature. It is eternal. If we, we can ask someone, how old are you? How old are you? Twenty-four. Twenty. So you are twenty-four years old. So where were you twenty-five years ago? You don't know. But you were. When you say, I am 24, you mean that 24 years ago, the body came from your mother. But it wasn't that body. The body that we see now, that didn't come from your mother. There was only a very little body at that time. So in the meantime, all the chemicals have changed. So if you think, I am this body, the chemicals, then you are not the son of your mother because the body which came from your mother was a different set of chemicals altogether. At every moment the chemical combination in the body is changing and according to scientists every seven years or so you get, it's a complete change of all the chemicals in the body. But when your mother sees you, she knows it's you, right? Same. You won't go to your mother and say, you're not my mother. Different body came from you, now I'm different, so you're not my mother. So the body has changed completely and the mind has changed completely. If you act now like a little baby, that will be very strange. So the body is changing at every moment. The mind is changing. So what stays the same? That is the Atma, That Krishna explains in Bhagavad Gita. These are the changes that the bodies go through. First of all, you have a very small body, Kumara body. Then it becomes a young man's body. Then an old body. Then a dead body. The body is changing what stays the same. Krishna tells us that that is the Atma. And from the dead body, Dehantara property. We get a new body. So this is not Hindu philosophy. It's a fact that everyone can observe and understand. It's not that because someone is a Hindu that they grow old and die. This is true for Hindus, Christians, Buddhists. Jains, Parsis, Sikhs, atheists, yeah. everywhere. This is a scientific fact which everyone can observe. How the body is different from the soul. That's why in every language of the world, doesn't matter whether they're Hindus or not Hindus, when someone dies, we say gone away. In English, we say gone away. In Tamil, whatever. Same, gone away. Hindi, Chalega. Bengali, Chalegetsu. Any other languages? Any Malayalam people here? It yeah, will be the same almost, I think, as Tamil. Right? Telugu, it must be Telugu people here. What did they say? Russian, Russian. We have a Russian devotee. Say it in the mind. Here we have Bhishma Das from Russia. Yeah, same thing. Gujarati Ma, <laughs> uh, then, then Telugu, <laughs> whatever language, Kanara, Kanara, Shileti, same as Bengali, Mare Getsche, <laughs> that's, that's... Getsche, Kibali Bala Shileti. So, in every language of the world, when someone dies, you say, gone away. So, intuitively, we know that the soul has gone away. But only in the Vedic literature do we get clear understanding of who has gone away. Please don't go away now. Please just sit a few minutes more. Have, there's one rule we have here that no one is allowed to go away from this program without taking prasadha. Very strict rule. So, uh, we say, gone away. Somebody say, oh, oh, my father has gone away. You can say, no, he's still there. You see, he's lying on the bed. No, no, he's gone away. He's lying on the bed. So who or what is lying on the bed if your father has gone away? That means all your life you're thinking this is my father. But now you should understand that what you thought was your father was only the body. But your actual father is something different. So we relate to each other. Appa, Amma, all this as only on the consideration of the body. But we should know that however much we love Appa and Amma, they will also go away. And actually the duty of Appa and Amma is to teach the children who we are. All the parents are looking after the children very nicely, feeding them with idli, samba, all those things giving them clothes, sending them to school. Naturally, you love your children and you want the best for them. You want the best for them. But if you don't teach them who you actually are, who they actually are, then you're keeping them as mutal and wasting their human form of life. So if you really want to benefit your children and yourself, we have to learn the science of the soul, Atma Vigyan. Otherwise, it doesn't matter if we have a very big car or a very big kingdom like the Raja, Diraja, Kula Teela, Chakravarti. Kula So So, you may have a very, very big building. You cannot stay. The laws of nature will force us out. You might come back in your next life in the same building. You build some big building costing 20 crores. Then you might come back as a rat in the same building. This often happens. The people are attached to a building, so they come back in the same building. But because they got all their crores and crores by sinful activities, so they have to be born as a rat. So this is actually a very serious business, isn't it? There's nothing more serious than this. The drama was in a very, uh, yeah, com- comical style. Asama. But it had a very serious message. That we're all simply living our lives for the sake of eating, sleeping, mating, and defending like animals. But we don't actually know who we are. We don't know what is the purpose of life. We don't know what will happen after death. And without knowing this, we are acting sinfully. And because of that, we will have to have a very bad future. We've become overly enamored by so-called science and material progress. We think that because we have motor cars and electric lights, That everything is wonderful. But still we have to die and get born again. And again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again, and again. Punarapi jananam punarapi maranam. This is the condition. But Krishna in Bhagavad Gita gives us the knowledge by which we can get free from birth and death. Scientists cannot teach you this. They cannot see the Atma in their microscope, therefore they say there is no Atma. This is foolishness. So Krishna gives us the knowledge by which we can get free from birth. and birth. This is the whole crux of the traditional Indian spiritual culture. Previously people knew that the purpose of life is to get free from birth. and birth. So here is the answer. One shloka. Krishna tells us the solution to all the problems in the world, all the problems that have ever been, all the problems that we are facing now, all the problems that human society will continue to face in future. The solution is there in one verse of Bhagavad-gita. Say that, janma karma. Ah, Our real problem is repeated birth and death. We can get free from birth and death simply by understanding Krishna. That Krishna is not an ordinary person. Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. Krishna appears in this world out of his mercy. But he is not an ordinary person like us. We get different bodies according to our previous karma. Krishna, He comes to save us from this condition. That's why we have the word avatar. He comes down from Vaikuntha to pick us up and take us back then. So just try to understand Krishna. Your life will be perfect. You can understand Krishna from Bhagavad Gita. Therefore, this Krishna consciousness movement is based on teaching Bhagavad Gita. It's not meant for cheating people in the name of religion. It's meant for giving people the genuine spiritual knowledge which you won't get in the schools, by which you can become very happy in this life and after leaving this body, go directly to Krishna, never come back in this world. So to understand Krishna is also very easy. In Kali Yuga, people are stupid more than in other yogas. But there is one very good thing in Kali Yuga. So please chant the Hare Krishna mantra and understand Bhagavad Gita as it is and your life will be Blessed in a manner which you simply cannot imagine until you take it up. We will not have to suffer birth and death anymore. Our life will be filled with the bliss of Krishna Bhakti. So uh, we're going to be conducting courses in this area. You can tell about that now. So thank you for patiently listening. Remember there's a very important rule. No one should leave without taking prasadha. If anyone has any question, they could ask now. He is asking, why don't we take of birth again? If we take birth again, still we can be happy in our normal life. Why not? You need spiritual education. Generally in childhood, there is a, a sense of happiness. The body is young and healthy. And by the power of Maya, we think everything in future will be very nice. Not only in humans, if you see the little puppy dogs, they'll be playing and wagging their tail. And the little kittens, they'll be playing. We are always hopeful of being happy. Just like young people, they get married. That's called kalyanam. But after the kalyanam, I don't know how much is actually (laughs) kalyanam. That's why I took sannyas. So many headaches. I mean, your parents wouldn't tell it, but they also have many headaches because of you. This morning, I went to visit one uh, friend, you can say. I've known him for many years. He's now very old and sick. So I thought I should see him before he passes away. So about 20 years ago, we used to have good fights every day, verbal fights. And then we'd sit down and we'd take prasadam together. That was some, you could say, philosophical fights. So he was very strong, robust, and very good spirit, very good man. He led a very good life. Very uh, moral-minded person, never did any bad thing in his life. Very energetic and... Later he taught hundreds of people to chant all the shlokas of Gita and Bhagavat. But now he has no energy. The body is exhausted. That must happen to everyone. So when you are young, you can't imagine. I also couldn't imagine. When I was this young age, that I'd be walking with a stick due to some pain. I was jumping and playing. Every evening, two, three hours, playing soccer non-stop. Soccer, football, those days are gone. So please try to understand that this birth and death, it is not enjoyable. Nor is there any guarantee that you'll even get a human life. So you go to Krishna, then you can play eternally with Krishna. No more birth and death. Any other questions? You can also say, if anyone wants to, if anyone wants to take any books, they, I can sign them afterwards. Yeah, any other question there? Yes, please. This human birth is very rare. And we have got this human birth by the mercy of Krishna. But still then, in human birth, some people are rich, some people are poor, some people are educated. intelligent, some people are good, Why do people do that? Differences are there because of different activities in previous lives. Those who do punya karma, in the next life they get Janmaishwarya Shrutasri. They get birth in a good family, birth in a wealthy family, opportunity for education, beautiful body. Those who perform papa karma, they don't have these facilities. But anyway... Whether you are Papi or punya shali, chant Hari Krishna. Go to Krishna. If everyone here this like that everything is temporary and uh, uh, there is no value to the temporary things, then uh, everyone becomes renunciate, and, and there will be no development in the society. So what will happen then if everyone becomes renunciate? Then... No, not everyone will become. There will always be some wood but we're not saying everyone has to become a renunciant. You can see here is Dhamadagoranga. You can show with your
1: with baby. Show baby
0: also. You can say. You can speak how your Krihasta. I think maybe many people know. Is it? They all know him from TV.
1: Did you make some art? like that in
0: Hare Krishna.